This guy also almost got arrested um, because he got pulled over for his tags and there was blood dripping from his trunk. The cop like cuffed him, had him open the trunk. It was the goat meat he was transporting to sell. What it does. It's your boy back at him again. Oh, I just want to hear a little bit of that guitar. What it do, man? It's your man. It's your host, Sunny Day, Sun Diesel, Son of the Sun, Son of Man, Son of God, deeply embedded in the flesh. And this is the podcast. Tell me the truth. How's everybody doing out there? Here we go, here we go. Then we up to episode 25 now. So let's handle the business end of it as we always do. Hit us up at www.tellmethetruth-podcast.com. Again, www.tellmethetruth-podcast.com. Hit us up. And on all of our links, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, YouTube, whatever the hell else you got. We own it, Reddit, and all that. Tumblr, whoever you want. Hit us up, man. And uh, stay connected with all the artists that have been on uh, the show. Check out their page. Check out their links. Spread some love. Go to iTunes. Give us an actual rating. You know, we're trying to climb up the charts, and everybody that gives us a rating helps us out. Also, if you, if you, listener, want to be a truth teller in person or via some other way, hit me up. Go to the website, contact me, hit me up on Facebook. You know, we love to hear what you got to say. So, at any rate, let's move on to the business end of this thing. Episode 25, Guy Talk Part 2, with no one other than my main man, Kale. Yep, he swung on through, hit me up, was like, hey, I'm going to be in town. I was like, come through. He came through, we chill, we talk. You know, not about anything particular, but I tell you what, we had a good time. It was a rainy day here in Gainesville, Florida, and we laughed our asses off, and we definitely had some real guy talk because we don't see each other a lot so the funny thing is when we do hang out we do a podcast so what you are hearing is us literally catching up and hanging out um so it's an interesting social experiment also uh but at any rate here we go let's do it with no further ado 
episode 25 guy talk part two with kale go i'm thinking about the good old days now quick they slip away but i'm gonna be fine i'm gonna be fine i'm gonna be all right slide it up and let it roll let it burn real slow cause we all know it's gonna be Yogurt. Yogurt? Yogurt? Can I get a test from you? Yeah. Yogurt? That sounds really good. Yogurt sounds good. Yogurt is yogurt. good. You know what? what you know what I like that a lot of people don't even know about? Or a lot of people know about, but I feel like a lot of people I talk to don't know about is kombucha. Oh, yeah. And when you said um, drinks, the first thing I was thinking was kombucha. Yeah, we do you that too. With kombucha? Yeah, yeah, we do. Are you making it or buying it? Buying it, no. Dude. Okay. We have three kids. We can't make GTs. anything. <clears throat> I don't know what you talking about. The brand? Mm-hmm. I don't know what brand it is. I think the wife gets it at Publix. Okay. Yeah, I deal with uh, GTs because uh, they have all the like. Some of them seem like they're more like still trying to be like a flavorful drink, sweet yeah. thing. Yeah. But if you look at GTs, it has like. Two grams of sugar per serving. That's pretty good. And low. I think two servings per bottle. So it's like four grams of sugar in GTs. My wife gets one of the ones it's uh it's got the chia seeds in it. And it oh. freaks people out at work. Yeah. That's GTs, because he has that child when it like the whole thing is the like chia a, seeds, yeah. Yeah, and it's like it has like a jelly kind of consistency yep. to it. It's bizarre. Yeah. Do you ever try the green one? No, not yet. It has like the blue green algae and all that but the thing about what i was just saying is, is a lot of people don't realize that the stomach and the probiotics in it there's more neurons in your gut than in your brain oh, so wow. and you have to think about it when a person is starving <clears throat> their stomach overrides their brain and it makes me think about the donner party remember the donner party no the people that was traveling out west in like you know conestoga wagons oh yeah and there was a certain pass they had to get through and they didn't get through it so they were stuck and they started eating each other and shit and they was eating people booties and titties <laughs> i mean that's what happened yeah i mean i remember learning about that in middle school but <laughs> later on when i was getting into all this you know mystical stuff you know reading these books and listening to lectures and just science it would say that there are more neurons in your gut than in your brain and there's more signals coming from your gut to your brain versus from your brain to your gut now that's like desperation too desperation <clears throat> you know and then watch this i heard a guy say something interesting like think about hold up okay we're gonna pause got the wife calling and we're back uh so what i was saying is is it's very interesting how even in our vernacular people say i have a gut feeling I have a gut reaction. I feel it in my gut, you know. And I think that has a lot to do with with just how the world is going right now cuz a lot of people don't eat right. You know, a lot of people and and I know you be on Rogan, right? Yeah. So you know Rogan is doing the ketonic diet, right? Yeah. Right? Okay. So I'm like, "Damn, man, you know, I'm listening to it and I'm like, man, this low carb, low sugar thing sounds interesting." That's the but that's the root of our food problem. That's the root of evil because yeah. I myself have a serious sugar carbohydrate addiction. Yep. Strong. And I learned that this week. 
mm-hmm. when I tried to cut it out. Oh, what'd you do? Tried to cut out breads. Well, my weak spot is breads. I love, I absolutely love bread. The shit is real. Pizza, bread. Cheese. Just grabbing bread and squeezing it. And sm- <laughs> you know how you do that? And smush it in your hands. People like that, you know if you do it. And you just take a loaf of butter bread and squeeze it and eat it uh, or dip it in something. Do a oil, like vinegar. And some Italian drip. Goat cheese. Goat cheese. Oh, yeah. So, I tried this week, I tried to kind of hold back on the sugar other than maybe some honey in my coffee. But I did sugar today. Some honey in my coffee. Or maybe like some carbs for lunch because you need carbohydrates, you know, for your brain and stuff and everything to function. But not going like, you know, pancakes for breakfast and a burger or something with fries for lunch and then something with rice for dinner and just always having this full gut feeling yeah um <clears throat> you get it no nope okay so this week i said you know we went shopping at wards as you know we went to lucky's you know try to do, do they this. still sell that uh raw milk there oh man listen in the back? listen it's not even in the back no more it's out yes it's out on this floor but it does say for animal for consumption. animal consumption so people Only, in yeah. Gainesville area if you're interested for getting raw milk for animal consumption go to wards man and it's now you can see the butter fat in it and everything yeah it, it, people should at least try it if you don't like make it a daily thing you have to at least experience it because it's it's pretty impressive how different yeah, it's a, and I think that would be good for coffee because they talk about having the fats and stuff in the coffee with the MCT mm-hmm. oil. So I wonder. Yeah, it does the butter coffee. Yeah, they put. Have the you butter. tried that yet? No. Well, the only way I try it is like I'll play with it by like putting, making some butter toast. Yeah. And then using that knife to stir my coffee. You haven't just put on like two tablespoons in no, there No, I yet? haven't went all in. You gotta I haven't go put all my in. whole foot in yet. <laughs> I'm just like putting my toe in there. <laughs> I'm going to try it. I don't know when, but I'm definitely planning on trying it. Like the butter or the MCT oil? Uh, butter. The butter? Yeah. I've thought about buying the MCT oil, but I don't even know what it is. Uh, it's like a, it's the active, it's the, it's the salt upon in, uh, element of the coconut oil. Okay. So like the thing that people really are interested right now in about coconut oil is the MCT oil aspect. Oh, okay. Of it. And stuff. I haven't really researched it, but that's that's what it's I It's a hear. new product. Yeah. But now the funny thing about all of that is I was watching um uh, Strange Foods with Andrew Zimmerman, right? And he was in Ethiopia, which all this is where all the coffee come from, right? Yeah. And you know that's and that's a whole nother story in itself, you know, coffee and how they name it Arabica and Mocha and all this and these are nothing but variations of two plants that came out of Ethiopia a long time ago. All of our coffee is either Arabica a robusto, and those are the two plants that were smuggled out of Ethiopia a long time ago. And in Ethiopia, there's just like hundreds of thousands—not hundreds of thousands, but probably thousands of different kind of coffee plants. But the world knows Arabica, or Arabica, and robusto. So it's like the sugar tobacco history of America. It's like these, like, <laughs> these, uh, these two people. Got their plants really popular and controlled part of the economy and, you know, had heavy influence. Yeah. And now they control the international market. Gangster yeah. shit. And I, and, and I guess to a degree that's business, you know, because uh, you have capitalism and then you have 
socialism, you know. Yeah. And, you know, and it's so funny that we stumbled into those two words, given the climate of the nation. But those are two different concepts, you know. And depending on a per- person's personality, they fall in different camps, you right. know. You know, like, I believe in, you know, <clears throat> like, capitalistic with a socialism undertone, you know, not being full-out socialist because that's crazy. But I think being full-out capitalist leads you to the Great Recession and the Great Depression, you know, where it's like we'll we'll break rules to make money. You know, it's like you don't have to break rules to make money uh, or make rules that aren't fair to make money. Yeah. So like, I'm not even breaking the rules. You're just but it's eliminating like, but that competition. That shit is not fair. <laughs> like a derivative isn't fair. It's not fair to the economy. Mm-hmm. You're creating fake, you know, things, fake dollars. You know. That's why they like you know vetoed that deal where there was only going to be five capable companies. Yeah. In Florida for you know growing marijuana once it passes. Did they veto that? No. Yeah. It, it like they bumped it up. I think it's like nine or something. Okay. Because I know. Don't, isn't you gotta one? fact check me on that because I, I don't check. know. <laughs> but the, the, I know that they. Oh, that's where I left. Is when it went from like five to nine to or nine. something like that. It could be as many as twenty now. I don't know. Okay. Because I know there's one out there in the lateral that yeah. got okay. I think there's one up from where I'm from, east really? of here. Yeah. Oh. Okay. I don't know if he went for it. I think he qualified though. Oh, he qualified. Oh, okay. Yeah. But then my thing with that is I still feel like they're they might as well just free it up. You know what I'm saying? Like free the trees. Let the people be, man. Is you know, I feel like they're trying to over regulated already. They're putting like way too much regulation. But oh oh did you hear that Gainesville I think Gainesville has decriminalized. What I what I heard was it was they uh, trying to you can have a, up to a quarter uh, of an ounce and it'd be a hundred dollar fine. Yeah. So, so that's that's pretty good. And watch this. How about last week or maybe the week before I'm getting ready for work, my homeboy friend Dre Diddy called me from Tennessee Diddy, and he was like, uh, you know, hey, man, um, I just got pulled over by the police. I'm in Gainesville. And I'm like, okay. He was like, yeah, um, it was kind of weird. He just he just saw me and profiled me because he's like a he's a white guy, but, you know, he drives fresh cars and this and that, and he saw the Tennessee plates and just profiled them. So, okay. whatever. So, he was like, okay, I know you got <clears throat> weed in the car, and he was like, Fuck it. All right, I got these three and a half grams. I'm taking to my mom or whatever. And the guy was like, yeah, sure. Where are the pounds at? <laughs> yeah. So he was oh, like. he thought he was moving? Yeah, because he's from Tennessee. He's in Gainesville. He probably was in a <clears throat> car with 27s or some shit on it, knowing Diddy. You know. Oh, really? What was his name? Diddy? Dre Diddy. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, so, you know. Uh, so, anyways, he said he was in the back of the car for like 40 minutes. Um, while they tore his car apart and he literally I don't even think he smoked no more he literally was taking that because he was going to see his mama um, so they just took it and he said they'll dest- they said well okay well, we'll destroy the evidence have a nice day and they let him go they didn't even do the hundred dollar we'll fine destroy the evidence I wonder, what, how they do you destroy his weed. they took his weed but my question dude, is how do you de- rob that dude man I'm pretty sure Diddy got robbed because I'm like how do you destroy <laughs> weed as evidence it's like oh shit this is on fire hey listen we're going to destroy this after work. I mean, we're going to... Have gonna a good destroy- day, young man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they robbed him. 
So and he called me and was just like, "Hey, listen to this. I'm in Gainesville." And I was like, "Damn, man!" Shaking that, down that kid, man. That's, that's, that's hilarious. But I mean, that's better than because it's better than like beating the shit out of I him mean, and yeah. you know, like pepper spraying him and tasing him. Yeah, and he just uh, took his weed. He just took his weed. Now another interesting story is the way I know him is through my homeboy Kane, right? So another time I'm having a party at the house down here. And he was at that party, and his brother was getting ready to have a baby in Jacksonville. So he was just stopping by the party on the way to Jacksonville. He goes to get a bottle at ABC before he goes to Jack. I don't know. Long story short, he gets pulled over. And he had, like, the same amount under a quarter. And they fucking didn't arrest him, but they gave him a court date, and he got a year of probation. So that, so, But this was way, but this was, like, two oh, or three before, years ago. Oh, it was, like, two or three then. years ago. So that's just the difference in how that has changed in Gainesville because before Diddy would have had to come back down here one more time and get his probation because my homie had to get his probation transferred. He didn't even live here. He had to get it transferred the way he was from. Right. Just for, you know, making a U-turn at the wrong spot and then, you know, the next thing you know, your car is getting searched. And then there's a crazy thing about that story. So the party's over. He leaves, right? So a girl called me and was like, hey, I think your friend at the party is getting arrested. So, you know, I go drive down there for some odd reason. Something, you know, my spirit tells me to go check on my buddy. Right. So I go check on him and he's in the back of the car. Mm -mm. And uh, so I go talk to the police. And as I'm talking to the police, I realize, oh, you've been drinking, Court. Huh. <laughs> Whew, bad move. You should not really be talking to a police officer. With your car over there that you just drove up here and you've been drinking. And like my whole demeanor changed. <laughs> <laughs> I went from like trying to figure out what's going on. To like, all right, you guys got it under control. You know, my misunderstanding, sorry. You know, nope, nope, yep, you have a nice evening, <laughs> sir. God bless you. <laughs> yeah, like disappear into the shadow kind of deal. But but I think it is getting better around here so far as how they treat, you know, the herbs and stuff. That's great, man. I saw that on the news from Atlanta. Oh, you did? Like, yeah. I read it uh, on the Apple feed, the news feed. And I was pretty excited about that. What is it? What is the situation like in Georgia? Are they pretty strict? I haven't even gotten into it. I don't know. I know in where I live, it is. Uh, there's a law that the man of the house has to own a gun. Really? And it has to, has to be loaded. Really? Yeah, in the city, like some sort of city ordinance. It's like the first thing they tell you when you move in. Really? Yeah. They're proud of that. And no, it's just kind of weird. And there's also a law. <laughs> no. There's also a law weird. about grasping under a certain like eleven inches, I think. Oh, okay, I that, can see that. And there's like weird shit like that, you know. Interesting. Probably What's... no butt stuff. <laughs> yeah, know? yeah, no yeah, butt yeah. Sex here. Uh, uh, <laughs> definitely none of that. Anal. None of that. Anal. None of that. But it's probably a reason for those weird, awkward, you know, laws, you know. Yeah, they're like 120 inches. to 130 years old. Ah. It's a little yeah. different. You know, my wife is from Pennsylvania, and she's from a city called Bethlehem, and they have this old, ancient, anti-brothel uh, law. So right. because of that, they cannot have sororities. That's and I think it's just in that crazy. city. Because more than five women can't live in a house. <laughs> or it's considered a brothel. So they do not have sororities to this day. 
Y'all can fact check that too. Bethlehem? Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Or Lehigh Valley. Sounds like a nice place. Sounds like it. Well, they call it Christmas City, USA. Really? Yeah. Is that where they filmed Home Alone? I don't think so. That's new. I don't know. No, Chicago. I think it's Chicago. But it, it's cool. But, you know, it, it, it's interesting to see some of those ancient, ancient laws pop themselves up and still have an effect. Because I'm like, they really just don't have sororities. Like, nobody's figured a workaround after all this time. They just let it run. Isn't there like an amendment process or something we could do here? I don't know. That's a good question. So let's just get down to the meat and potatoes. What mm-hmm. do you? What, how do you feel about the climate of the nation, given this whole election thing? You know, you can't I'm run away from I'm it. You're know? still in shock. Are you still in shock? Yeah, like it's like still going. It doesn't. It doesn't end. It doesn't end. It's they, kind of like, sickening. It's they're so ballsy now. They'll put like a reality show guy in the front. It's a reality show. That's what it is. It's a reality. But here's the thing, and I said it on the Politicast, it's the sign of the times of the American public because does that mean that the dumbing down of us is entering its final stages? Are we entering a uh, critical mass point in I'm the ignorantization of I'm, America? I'm hoping it's just like another low, and then eventually there would be an upswing. I just hope that we're not like... Okay. Still not to the bottom yet. <laughs> but here's my thing. When you can have people in a country created of diverse immigrant and different people, like picking out certain groups to alienate or being divisive, I don't personally understand it myself. Like, I don't, I'm not a big fan of any particular candidate because I think that there is space for a middle of the road person, you know. Right. Like a moderate conservative or a moderate, you know, I, I like moderate. I don't like extremism, you know. Like I said, I don't like extreme conservatism, and I don't really like extreme liberalism either because we're from the South, so we're by nature conservative people. Yeah. You know. I agree. But the, it just seems like the Republican Party doesn't have an interest in sending, like, a quality candidate forward. But now, wait a second. Here's my question. I think they do. Which is why they have Cruz and Rubio. I think that is the Republican Party's guy. I think Trump is. I don't he's know. Undercover. I don't. He's they, fucking some he, Illuminati henchman. I don't understand no, the Trump factor. He's a huge Hillary fan, is what it is. So do you think he's pulling all the hate his way? Because I mean, if knows, I was writing a reality show script, that's what I would do. And that's what that so is. So you think he's the plant? I don't know, man. I kind of think, well, that's what I said in my Politicast. In the Politicast, I said that it's going to be Trump and Hillary. And let, if there's a Hillary, but here's the other thing I thought about too. Now, let's get deeper. What if they, the Democrats, come out with a Hillary Sanders ticket? Yeah. That be may be a, a megaton bomb. Yeah, that would be the killer. That may be a megaton that would be like, bomb. What is it, a fatality in Mortal Kombat? Finish you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Animality. <laughs> Rip his spine out. <laughs> like, so I was thinking about that too. What if Clinton is because they haven't really gotten nasty with each other like the Republicans have? You yeah, know, Ber- they're almost Bernie, both are going after Trump. Well, Bernie's refused to talk about her investigation though, which is the, deep. Yeah, the Benghazi shit, which like, I don't get that. Whatever's they- happening with that and whatever else she's oh, the emails. The email, oh, it's actually did you the listen email. to the CIA guy on Rogan? Yeah, okay. yeah, and I heard that one. 
and how he was saying that the thing about it is, is that technically by what she did she that should is, be in prison she should be in prison like the Petraeus guy he did some shit that was lighter He's, that was lighter than that and got hacked yeah you know she had a server in her house like that's it's not in her like, bathroom wasn't bro, it bro you oh and me working electronics you understand what a server consists of to yeah. handle that level of shit yeah that's not a little thing and when they say her bathroom that shit is probably the size of my house right you know so people don't think it was like this big server next to her toilet it was probably a <laughs> server room built onto her suite that yeah. she probably it was you know a thousand square feet. feet you know it was a inside thousand. the bathroom itself <laughs> so my question is is I really it was probably just a server closet with a toilet in it with a toilet. Really what, <laughs> it was. that's really what it a was a gigantic server room with a toilet in it yeah. it was in her bathroom it was really a five gallon bucket there was no plumbing <laughs> was no she paid someone to take a shit in it <laughs> for the investigation <laughs> it was a bathroom <laughs> we promise oh <laughs> Roberto is <laughs> in there but oh. uh, so my thing is at first I thought it was like a bunch of wackadoos saying oh Benghazi in the emails but then once I really listened to the shit and like read a little bit I was like that shit is fucked up I mean why but you know why this is the this is the mathematics on why Bernie Sanders is not mentioning it because he does not want to discredit her if she does get the nomination because right. the thing with the Republicans is that the way the Republicans kill themselves every year is they go so hard in the primaries at each other. Then when they try to turn and support each other, the shit seems fake. And you've already like the this guy's people. Oh, you supporting him, but I don't fuck with him. So just because what's the fat guy <laughs> named Christy? Just because Christy fuck with him. Don't mean <laughs> you saw ever. his face. I didn't know speeches, man. Chris Christy, I didn't see him. Oh, my God, man. He introduces Trump. And stands behind him, and he's just got this look of like the he's just sold his soul. Like that's what he looked like. Like he he was just told he would never eat again. Like no hot dogs for the rest of your life, Chris Christie. And he'd be like, "Fuck." It's like he took the money. It's like when you go to the crossroads and make that deal with the devil. It's like you took it. It's now like, no more hot dogs. But you feel real empty inside. It's like you thought you <laughs> felt empty before. You thought you couldn't feel any more empty. It's like now nah, I feel real empty. You know. Took but, something that he loved, you know. But you know, I at first I thought it was a fluke, but now I have actually spoken to a couple of people who are Trump supporters and I get their take on stuff and it just is kind of unnerving you know it's just like wow do you know someone that actually voted for him i know someone who supports trump right now actively the only guy that supports him outwardly at my job is uh a guy from the ivory coast oh yeah speaks french no 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 yeah oh yeah yeah wow yeah, I, I work with two Africans, actually. One, the other one's from Nigeria. Can I ask, that? have you asked him why he supports Trump? Uh, I, I try not to, because he's like, he's pretty wild, man. He's pretty... Oh, okay, he's pretty, okay, you don't want to wake bit, him up? No, no, I don't. You don't I just go, you're, you're fucking crazy, man. Like, I don't get it. But he's also moving to South Africa next week. So, he doesn't really have a fucking dog in the fight. But that would... He's like, if I was American, I'd vote for Trump. Oh. Oh, he may just be talking shit. I guess so. He, he, he lives, lives in Atlanta, so... 
What does that mean? He's just surrounded by, like, it's a mixed bag up there, man. There's a lot of city people. There's a lot of country people that, like, kind of intermingle. And there's a lot of, you know, a lot of culture there. A lot of culture? Oh, yeah. I've never been to Atlanta. I've heard about it. I know there is, it's very diverse. It's like a diverse place in the middle of a non-diverse place. Guys I work with in a shop, um, Arkansas, Korea, Nigeria, Yemen, India, uh, Japan. I think one's like uh, Rhode Island or Vermont. And Colorado. I mean, like, not one person from the same area. Wow. So it's like... Yeah. Very like multinational, multicultural situation. Yeah, I think and then I think one guy's from Michigan. Okay. So like it's a little Michigan in there. Yeah. Oh, and Virginia. <laughs> and Virginia. Virginia. Yeah. We Did have a big shop. Virginia? We have a big shop. Did I say the Korean? Now okay, I have a question. Do you feel like the degrees attained by people in other countries are respected as much as the degrees attained by people in this country? There's a woman that works in the OR. Mm-hmm who is a scrub tech. She just goes around and basically cleans the rooms after surgeries. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure which country she's from. It's uh, it's near China, if it's not China. Okay. Uh, she's a doctor in her country where she is from. Mm-hmm. But she cleans rooms. I don't oh. know if she decided to come here just to do that. Or what? <laughs> like, I don't know what? her backstory to completion yet, but I know she is a doctor in the country where she comes from. Well, I guess my question would be, is it a situation to where she just have to pass, uh, like, a exam to get her license here and she hasn't done that yet? Uh, I was listening to a, uh, I think it was someone on NPR, but it was a chick saying that she went to Cuba and got her medical uh, degree for free. But I think you have to live there and work for a few years afterwards. And she did that. Cuba? Uh-huh. Oh, wow. And she came back here and used that shit. But I don't know if she took, you know, just took a test when she got back here to get passed through it. Because they say the Cuban schools is on point. Did you see that 18-year-old kid who ah! <laughs> opened ah! the doctor's? Well, here's my question. But my thing is, what is the story? Because I heard something on the news, and then I heard what the kid said he did. Now, the kid said that he had asked the shadow five doctors, and he was shadowing them, and it just became a misescrapulation. Yeah. And then the news is saying that he was running a clinic, or he was walking in people's rooms, giving vaginal exams. Yeah. But the thing is so weird, because the kid sounds intelligent. But the story sounds spooky, but I haven't gotten a clear thing. So, And I don't have cable. So what have you heard? Because you may have a better story than me being that you have cable TV and stuff. Did you see the interview he did on that uh, morning show? I saw a little clip of it. had some dude that was super aggressive. <coughs> some six foot three, 230 pound white guy. He was like slick hair, real tight suit. He's like, so why are you a doctor? And he's like, well, I think it's very important. to." And he, dude, he would just sidestep it. Yeah, he's like a politician. The kid is a baller when it comes to talking. (laughs) Am I right? But he's still like a super dork. Yeah. At the same time. Yeah. But he's a kid. Right. So, but for a kid to be spinning questions like that, it's like he may have done some weird stuff, but we need to figure out 
Where did this kid go to school at? And why is he so? How is he that intelligent? He's homeschooled. Okay. <laughs> oh, he's homeschooled? Yeah. Well, because I'm saying, like, the average kid that age cannot get in front of cameras. The average adult cannot the kid get in front of cameras. himself, right? Yeah. Like, I would have. Like, uh, uh, like, uh, uh, I'm like, is he going to be his own attorney? Like, I saw memes on Facebook. So like, I he will he, represent himself. He I'm will sure. be representing himself, by the <laughs> he, way. He's also obtained. <laughs> Homeschool law degree. <laughs> he's also opened up a criminal defense practice. Also, he's got a he's got a, a handwritten like in crayon P A on his door. <laughs> P A slash D R M D. Um, but uh, I don't know the details of it, but I definitely know it is extreme, and I want to see how it plays out because the kid seems smart. He may pull it off, and it's Florida. He he charged some lady thirty four hundred dollars for an in home, like visit. I don't know exactly what procedure he did, but he 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 provided an in home visit for thirty three hundred thirty four hundred dollars. Oh wow! They're well, suing him to get oh, that back. Yeah, but they they paid it. Yeah. Now here's my question. He's though. been operating for like almost a year. Oh really? Yeah. So so it's a lot more to it yeah. than him shadowing doctors. Now here's my question. Okay, stay with me. If he went to homeschool, who's to say that he did not receive a MD from his homeschool? You know. Maybe in their homeschool practice, they go all the way up maybe to they like graduate a, school. They could have found a loophole or yeah, like maybe they found in their own college. They're clearly enabling him. Like, <laughs> yeah. clearly. Yeah. Where are the parents? These parents are Have prob- you seen the parents? They probably are funding the building. Like, he's probably only getting a few <laughs> customers, you know, patients. There, that's my assumption. He cannot be operating a sustainable business. Like this is easily like a two thousand dollar a month rent. Oh, he has a he has a storefront. Yo, uh, uh, he had an office. The, like a six bed or six yeah six room little office. He had six patient beds, I think, possibly eight. Wow. He had a reception desk. Like it was. Wow. Dude. I mean, the, you know. The <laughs> you know thing- how they busted him. He did a fucking tour of the local news. He was showing it off. Wow. He was like taking him on a tour. He was proud. He was like, this is the, we're actually developing a new imaging situation. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, so he just got he way was, too cocky. He was about to get in a mammoth. No, I'm making that part up. Oh. But <laughs> that would have been his ne- next move. I want to yeah. squeeze some tits. And uh, <laughs> but the the weird thing to me about it is how, like you said, where are the parents that I haven't even seen the parents? So my question is, is just what's really going I on? The guy seems to be intelligent though, and I and I don't I hope that's not lost on the fact that he was doing some hyper creeped out stuff. That's this borderline psychopathy. But um, he sounded like he was he had the wisdom of a fifty year old man, mm-hmm. or at least the confidence and ballsiness of it, you know. Yeah, but I think in there's a little psychopath. You know, uh, yeah, that, there's, a, that, there's a dab of crazy for there's, sure. You know, certain triggers and alarms that go off in our heads that say, "Oh, you probably shouldn't do that." My mommy said I'm a doctor. <laughs> My mommy. <laughs> I have a degree right here. We printed it ourselves. It's laminated. She signed it. <laughs> She's been my professor for well, fifteen years. I graduated high school when I was seven. Okay, working on my PhD. You know, uh, I don't know. So I think he really did like satisfy certain qualifications with some like Bobo ass like training or something. 
So he got certified. Maybe he's certified in what? like what? C- maybe he knows how to do CPR. Well, here's maybe the thing. that's what it is. And here's another thing too. I, I, it sounds like there's been no malpractice. So whatever he's doing, he hasn't been hurting people. He's just been doing it the exact wrong way. But then it comes into play your whole sovereign citizen play, you know, <sighs> aspect of America, you know, like, you know. So is it really just like some 18-year-old dude fingering chicks? Is that what's happening? <laughs> is that- it may be an 18-year-old dude just fingering chicks. <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> Do you imagine your wife coming home and just being like, uh, not trying that new doctor? Like, why? And be like, he was a child. <laughs> he, he, I'm pretty sure he was the same age as our son. He had like a few facial hairs, you know, like that's it. There was like six. You could count them. He had a Diego stethoscope. It was weird. <laughs> I, was just, I don't know. He said he also had a little pediatric thing. I don't know. It gets uh, weird, but that's the kind of stuff you get in Florida, though, because Florida is diverse in itself. Yeah, it is. You know, because Trump won Florida. And a lot of people say, oh, there's a lot of Latinos, there's a lot of this, there's a lot of that. But Florida also has a lot of people that aren't from Florida who have retired and come to Florida. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those people are older and more conservative people who Trump appeals to. You know, I think he appeals to the people who may feel like they're losing their grip on power, which is the old money. Which is fine in a reality show. You know, like that's... That's fine. <laughs> so when, show. When, when you're running for actual president, that should not be your guy. You know, yeah. like, w- w- regardless of party affiliation, someone who comes out and behaves like that should not be leading our country. And the But here's the weird thing. Regardless the Democratic Party and the Republican <laughs> Party both think that. So it's like, I feel like Trump has, like, injected himself into the Republican Party because I don't even think he's a historical Republican. I don't think so either. And That's just, why I think So he's, he's like Shanghai. I think what he did and then okay, hold up. The guy you gotta give him credit. Because as a businessman, he saw an opportunity to say, hey, there's a large percentage of the Republican Party who's not represented, who feel really alienated because there's a black president and don't feel represented. And they know in the future, the Republican Party is going to go with more uh, ethnic candidates to try to rebound what the Democrats are doing. You see what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. the Democrats can get white liberals and boom. But the Republican Party needs a conservative ethnic person, a person that's still conservative. And That was Ben Carson, right? That was, was, a, <laughs> that was, was Ben a, Carson. He was a surgeon. Yeah. Who was the guy before him? Uh, Herman Cain. Yeah. He's a, I think he actually does a radio show in Atlanta. Does he? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't listen to it, but... No. There's no way. <laughs> yeah, so I think... And then they got Rubio and Cruz. So they're constantly moving forward with the uh, the ethnic uh, vibration to kind of counterbalance what the Democrats you are see, doing. Do you see all the, those memes about Ted Cruz being the Zodiac Killer? No. <laughs> oh, they say he's the Zodiac Killer. Yeah. Why? Yeah, just... His appeal. He's yeah, like, he can't deny it, you know. So. Well, he's kind of cold. <laughs> he can't deny it. He's, he seems kind of like, uh, I, I, I don't get a feeling of emotion from him. You know, he doesn't, like, connect to me. But I don't think any of them connect to me, honestly. I don't really. Did you see the, uh, the humanizing attempt where they had, to, had him try to, like, kiss his daughter on the cheek? 
Oh. And she, like, pulled away, like, get the fuck away <laughs> from me. <laughs> the of and he was, like, kissing with his eyes open, looking at the camera. <laughs> Are you getting this? <laughs> yeah. And she was like, nope. <laughs> There's just a bunch of pictures out there oh. making fun of that shit. Yeah, so, and, and the thing of it is, is like you said, they're trying to put forth their best thing. I think Rubio... Uh, I don't know if he's tall enough. He was kind of he's kind of short. Yeah, you know. So I don't know if he could have did it. And I'm so hurt with this election because with what we have left, I don't want to see any of them as president. Like I'm not interested in the Trump presidency. I'm honestly not interested in the Clinton presidency because she's mm-hmm. old establishment, old dirty money, backdoor deals. Well, uh, she, she, it, I heard that guy say that. You know, like you said, Petraeus went down for less. Mm-hmm. Why is she so untouchable? You know, because she's in. You got to think she's on the Bilderberg. She's on the CFR. You know what I'm saying? Which all of them are. You know, Trump's on the CFR. I mean, all of these people are in the same social groups, and that's what I keep saying on these fucking podcasts. People is out here. The lower level people like us are arguing. Oh, I'm this person. I'm that person. The fucking your popular vote doesn't matter. It's the electoral college. So my thing is. They're using this season to divide us, and you know now I it's think heavy this in division. I, I heavy. think this guy's a racist because he supports Trump. You know what? I don't think a person is racist because they support Trump. Because racism is the belief that one is genetically inferior and one is genetically superior, and Donald Trump doesn't represent that. He's just saying, I don't know what the fuck he's saying. He's just being divisive. You can, you can tell them you you know a guy who worked with a guy who is a French-speaking African <laughs> who loves fucking Trump. Who loves it. Vocally. Vocally. Yes. Outwardly. Every day. <laughs> He's going to have a t-shirt on. Trump is my guy. Trump. Like, dude, what the fuck, But man? maybe they're used to those kind of politics in their country. I don't know what you he's got think, going on. You know, African this politi- guy also almost got arrested um, because he got pulled over. For his tags, and there was blood dripping from his trunk. The cop like cuffed him, had him open the trunk. It was the goat meat he was transporting to sell. He'd he had just butchered a goat. Oh, and he had sold it, and he was. Dr- <laughs> this dude is a fucking hustler, dude. Oh man, yeah, I'm oh, sure I love he's this like guy already. That, sh- he is the real deal. I would bet money he has deal. sold medical equipment that people have retired. Oh. And they're like, just throw it away. You're like, oh, I'll throw oh, it away yeah, for I'll you. I'll throw it away for you. That shit's getting Clean sold to Africa. Up is $400. That is going shipped across to wherever he's from. Because you got to think, man, you already know people who need that stuff. Yeah. Is There's tons of need? countries out there. And they probably, and that is the thing with working in any field where there is scrap. Like, even when I was an electrician, <laughs> there was always scrap. And at first, you know, you didn't want to fuck with the scrap. Ah, I fuck with the scrap. But then you're like, man, there's money in scrap. But at any rate, that guy is fucking crazy. Yes. You know, goat meat dripping out the truck. Because at first I was going to be like, hold up, why? These are stories from him. I'm not making this shit up. Another one. He got the cops called on him by his neighbors. He was having a barbecue. The cops called, knock on his door. They're like, sorry, sir, we got a report of a man grilling a dog. <laughs> What? <laughs> Hold on. The, he, you know what he was grilling? It was a goat a head. A baby goat? It was a goat head. Oh, the whole head? The whole head. Oh, but they looked over there and they just saw ears. It was a dog. 
the neighbors freaked the fuck out and called the oh cops. Oh my god! <laughs> I bet those people, those poor people, children probably looked over there. And just like you know, went that oh man. He offered the cop some goat head meat. The cop's like, no, I'm good, man. Thanks. Thank you, sir. What do you do when a person ran, like the cops virtually ran away? Like, no, sir. Listen, this is the cheat. This is the. It's like he's offering you the the, the good. Dude, pull it off the face right off and the he ate it right in front of him. No, this is not dog. Look, this is look at the tongue. This is go. Look at the teeth. It's like, all right, all right. But you know, but it's weird because you know. <laughs> but here's the thing. That, but think about it, Kale. The Bible and all these ancient times is full of people eating goats, right? Yeah. But now, you know, in America, a big time Christian nation, people kind of. Like it's freaky to think about eating a goat. Oh, venison! That's that's a cousin of a goat. Man. Anybody eats deer meat? That's, that's basically a goat. Now you know. I listen to a lot of podcasts, and that's something else. I feel like Rogan. Is that your car? I don't think so. Okay, it's not not my car. Okay, well at well, any rate, let, let me look. Okay, we'll go and give a look. See. Okay, I can't hear it in the thing. All right. Well, Kel's gonna go look at his car. I'm gonna keep rolling. He's gonna look at his car, but uh, before he comes back, I want to tell everybody that this year I'm thinking about taking down a, a deer myself. Thinking about taking down a deer myself because I'm very interested in uh, gathering my own meat. I think that would be a very, very, very lucrative thing to do, and it would be a way of having the best meat. Okay. What I was telling the people, Kel. Is that this year, I think I'm going to try to go harvest a deer. Okay. Because. The season just ended. It just ended? Yeah. Until okay. like November. Okay. Well, that gives me time to prepare, well, get a cooler. You got uh, bow season, which actually may start in uh, September. It's This is close. October ends in October, and there's a one to two week muzzleloading season. Okay. Black powder? Yeah. Which is typically when the temperature drops is muzzle look bow hunting it's normally pretty fucking hot outside so those kind of guys you, you gotta be cool with heat and bugs yeah, uh, yeah. especially just here it's still hot it's hot um muzzle loader you might get like a cool snap and that typically is like their first big active cold weather push and it, it makes them more active you see more deer more deer more chances of you know, bucks. I heard there's a lot of deer in Georgia too. But I mean, if you're looking for meat, man, there's doe days. It's it's highly likely you will be able to take a doe on doe day because they just get all the estrogen. They're just meat. more visible. Yeah. So okay. if you're looking for a rack, oh man, there's deer in the neighborhood every night. Yeah, but you can't shoot a deer in, in the, the neighborhood, neighborhood right? Uh, you can trap it, but that's legal, isn't it? I legal don't. to trap them. You gonna trap a deer? With what? I don't know, like one of those bear traps? You know, that snake? Uh-uh. No? No, I don't think anybody does that. Okay. It's probably a That's probably poaching. <laughs> Pretty sure that's poaching, probably. Yeah, you definitely want to... Okay. Well, There's a guy that hunts coons back here. He's a guy that hunt coons. Right oh, now. Well, the, yeah, well, people do that everywhere for some reason. Coon meat, man. I, did I tell you the story about him skinning one in front of me and the dog? No. Would you like to hear it? Yeah. Okay, so when Diva was a puppy, we used to go back here and uh, let her run around in the woods, right? Mm-hmm. So if you go back I there deep enough. remember those Facebook posts. Remember those Facebook posts. So uh, if you go back deep enough, there's a stream. 
Okay. Well, this guy put his coon trap back there. So we, she always go to the coon trap because she smell it. One day we go back there and there's a coon in it. Boom. There goes Mr. Jimmy coming to get his coon trap. Cool. So we're walking out with him and da-da-da-da, da-da-da-da. We talking. He's like, oh, yeah, man, we can make that a coon dog. And I was like, well, you know, if you skin it, you know, dry out the skin and I'll use it to teach her how to sniff them. So, okay. He's like, I'll give it to you fresh, which is actually the best way to train them. Fresh skin? Mm-hmm. Fresh high? Okay. So we proceed to go into his yard. He proceeds to take like a chain link fist post and insert it into the cage and put it up against the raccoon's head. He then proceeds to take a hammer and hit set pole. Oh, man. Doesn't really kill set raccoon at all. Just knocks it out really good. <laughs> right? So, at this point, me and the dog have entered phase one trauma. <laughs> Wasn't ready for that. I'm like, I'm thinking you're going to slit his throat and bleed it out of some shit. I'll just shoot him the, in the head real shoot, quick. You got to shoot him in the head. Don't yeah, he, he doesn't have access to a gun for sure. So, he's going old school. Because this is like a 50-something-year-old guy, maybe 60-something. So, he's country. This isn't his first coon. <laughs> okay? So... Bam, he hit that bitch like three more times. My dog is whining like a motherfucker already, and she's a pit bull. She was just trying to kill this thing the whole walk back. Trying to kill this motherfucker. Okay? Yeah. Whole walk back. She's all in the cage. Her nose is bloody from going at the cage. Okay? That shit stopping. She's like, like, she wasn't ready for that. So I'm like, oh, shit. Right? So then he grabs it, and he like takes like electrical staples and staples it to a privacy fence. Like, Upside down from his bottom feet, like boom, boom, bottom feet. So at this point, we're like leaving stage one trauma, entering stage two trauma. So then <laughs> this thing is breathing, it's fucked up, man. And like, I have this it's mental, I, I can't forget this, man. And this thing is not dead, it's breathing, it's like, ha, ha, ha. it's making this sound. And me and Diva is like having issues right now. And this guy. I guess this, this guy's neighbor has called the police on him before. So he's like mumbling to himself while he's doing this because he's working quick. She's like, yeah, I'm going to skin this motherfucker for that motherfucker when they call the police. Yeah, the motherfucker. yeah see, boy, that motherfucker trying to call the police on me. And that's how he talks. And he's just, bam, bam, he's skinning this motherfucker alive, Jack. And at that <laughs> oh, point, no. when he starts skinning it, my dog is like screaming and pulling. So I was like, hey, all right, Mr. So-and-so, we got to go. And we got fucked from up out of there. And uh, he was like, well, come back later because I'm going to make some stew. And I'm like, how do you know it doesn't have rabies, man? I mean, you did just hit the fucking thing in the head five times with a fence post and it's not dead. You know, but some of that shit is extreme, man. Like, when you get with them real country people, yeah. like, they don't give a fuck, you know. They, done, they like, grew up wringing chickens' necks and shit. Like, I've never done that. Have you ever done it? Uh, quail. Quail, you've wrung a quail's neck? Yeah, and it was... That's a small bird, isn't it? It's very small, yeah. Ooh, that's kind of intimate. It's not hard. It's not but hard. Was it, it easy? Which way? <laughs> I mean, like, what's it like? Physically, yeah. Okay. Emotionally? I, I don't know. I don't know if I would use the word easy. I did it, but it wasn't like a, an amazing feeling, you know? Oh, did you feel bad? I can't say yes. You can't say yes? Kind of no. neutral? Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I never... Well, you know what I did have to do? I had to put my chickens down. Because remember I had the six chickens? Yeah, I remember that. And then fucking neighbor's dog, I'm out on the bike trail riding. And uh, I get a call and Nikki's crying. Chicken's dead. Jake killed chickens. I come home. Well, who the fuck is Jake? Shit. Who <laughs> the fuck is Jake? You what is he doing in my yard? Dude. I'm going to kill this motherfucking Jake. <laughs> get home. And uh, yeah, man, my chickens weren't dead. They were chomped up. 
He was just oh. chomping on them. You know how they'll chomp them? So, like, they were breathing and, like, their buttholes were swelling up because their lungs were way back there. So, I had to put them down, but it's like you don't want to wring their necks because their necks are already broken shit. So, I got the old 12 gauge and put some bird shot in it. Oh, damn. In the neighborhood? Yeah, it's in the county. I was shooting at the ground. I know. No, I know it's so, safe. I wasn't judging you, but I mean, it's, <laughs> I would assume this is, I mean, this is like a little. A community. It's a community. I'm Wait. the vice president. You know, it's Are cool. You? Yeah. What's the distance between houses? Uh, it depends. I would say about 20 to 30 feet between houses, but then the yards are deep. But, yeah. I would, but you remember when I stayed up front behind That's me is the road. That's pretty close to be shooting shotguns and not have somebody get freaked out. That's cool. Oh, it was loud, but I had to send yeah. the wife to a neighbor's house. You know, we had to kind of orchestrate it because, I mean, we still can't even look at pictures of the chickens. Like, when we look at pictures, we skip those years because we don't want to stumble across them. It was hard because she watched it happen live, like the Jake part. She went outside and just saw him destroying them, and fucking Diva wasn't just sitting there watching, bitch. Oh. She didn't join in, though. I think she just knew it was wrong and didn't want to be associated with the act. So, but I'm like, Diva, you were supposed to fucking murder Jake. Like, that is your job, Diva. Your purpose, the reason why we feed you is so if a dog or a human comes in this house or yard. Kind of let you down. You're a pit bull. You are supposed to go full fucking Monty and kill, Diva. That's the only, you only have one job and that's to kill at certain times. This dog sat there. And let it happen. And just watched. Just watched. Like, I'm not doing shit. Listen, hey, hold up. You ain't going to be mad at me. I ain't do shit. I wasn't fucking with the chicken. I never liked them motherfuckers anyway. <laughs> I didn't like them motherfuckers anyway. Eat my food and shit. They did, didn't they? They would, Sometimes, like, if you left the door open, they'll come in the house and go all the way over to her bowl. Man, those chickens had personality. Rhode Island Reds. Oh, yeah? They had personality. They'd knock on the door, knock on the glass. Holy they like people food. They, bam, they fucking ram the glass. Boom, boom, headbutt it. Man, we had some good times with our chickens. But at any rate, Jake fucking broke their backs and shit. So I remember my neighbor... Had to send the wife over to the neighbor's house, and they turned on a loud movie, and uh, just had to fucking pop their heads off with the twelve gauge. It's yeah. crazy. Well, it's better than just letting them sit there. I mean, you and did suffer. what you had to do. You yeah. know, it's like boom, I end that shit. You know, I took the <laughs> like brains your boy that <laughs> who skinning the coon alive. Jesus, Christ. you know, just no compassion. Have you seen the? Okay, I know, like that's. 80% of my day is watching YouTube videos. I'll just say that. Just <laughs> based on what I'm talking about today. Okay. Uh, the uh, It's like an anti-fur video. Uh, I think Olivia Wilde is speaking. I don't know. Okay. I can't remember the lady's name. But it's they, they get cameras into this fur harvesting camp in some Asian country in the mountains. Okay. Like Arctic Ugh. fox and shit. Oh. Dude, they touched this fox off to, like, God knows what kind of battery, shitty battery setup they had. <laughs> and, like, two baseball bats with nails in it. Oh! They fucking hit that fucking fox, dude, and it just, dunk, it just extended all limbs. They held that shit there. Motherfucker, like, was, like, levitating. It was so <laughs> It was running like four or five amps through that fucking like thing. Five dude. inches above the ground. Yeah, it was just Dang! hovering like a cartoon. And they pulled that bat off, and he just, he was dead. No damage. Well, I guess that's sort of humane to a degree. I don't know I how think, much of that he's, he experiences before he dies. You think he'd black right out. Well, they choked the fuck out of him for a while. <laughs> like, that was the, 
He was flopping until they touched him. They had him in like a noose. Oh. The noose was the ground, and then they brought in the hot pole and just oh. bop, hit him on the oh. ass. And it... Oh, it completes the circuit on his ass. Yeah. Well, you know, but the thing about it is, is that it's the nature of the beast. People will see that and get upset and then go eat McDonald's and shit. You know? And then <laughs> yeah. it's like, it's... Well, you know Let's what annoys me about people? People that... <laughs> eat meat but can't watch it at least be killed on a video like you can't even watch a video of this shit that you well, support very des- desensitized with grocery very stores very desensitized my thing is I feel like right now I think I they should show you it. where like where and how the product you're from. buying where it comes from alright cause I feel like a picture show me a fucking picture and my thing is is how about on the field trips as kids you let a kid just bang stick a cow one time just feel it put this motherfucker if you're eating meat and shit, just put one down. Feel it. Yep. And it doesn't have to be a bad thing because indigenous people all over the world, you know, harvest their own meat and it's not a bad thing. It's usually some ceremony or ritual surrounding it. But I feel like we've taken the ceremony and ritual and appreciation right. out of our food. You know, like it's, 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 it's hip to have a garden now. You know, people just have a garden to be hip. I did. Yeah, you know, it's hip. Like, oh, look at my garden. It's look, hip. we're pretending to survive. <laughs> you know, you see this trash can-sized t- t- fucking tomato plant. <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna let a third of them rot. On but, the vine, you know, I could do it. You see, you saw that, right? All right, cool. And that's pretty much what happens because if you grow more than one tomato plant, you really cannot eat all the tomatoes because these uh, hybrid tomatoes produce. Man, if you do it right. One bush will give you more than enough tomatoes. And I did like three rows. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, the squirrels are going to be nice this year. You know, the squirrels are going to be fed. But, you know, like you said, we're just desensitized and separated from our food. You know, and a lot of people couldn't put the bang stick on the cow. A lot of people couldn't, you know, slit that lamb's throat. Yeah. They can eat the veal cutlet. Yeah. So I we hunted a little when I was younger, growing up. And, and I, I never... Uh, I never slit a throat. Never slit a throat. Yeah, I, I only killed, uh, I think I killed two deer. And then, you know, when I was real little, it was like squirrels and birds. So I kind of got used to it. Yeah, I squirrels actually, and birds. I Can killed a just, lot of squirrels and birds yeah, when I was a kid. Yeah, you got Yeah, well, you know. and 22s and oh, so you had 12 gauges. And, but, you know, now here's the thing with that. Think about that. <laughs> and then nowadays, you a kid can't even have a toy gun. Without possibly getting shot, and it's like I, and those, I cut a hole in my screen so I could shoot squirrels out, <laughs> out of my window. House. And one day I did it when my mom was home, and Ooh. I used the twelve gauge because that was what? I, yeah, I didn't have my BB gun or my twenty two in my room, but the twelve gauge was in there. Yeah. How it, old were you? Uh, probably twelve. You had twelve gauge in your room. Yeah. Awesome! Wow. Maybe thirteen. Wow. Okay. Was it yours? Yeah, still is. Got it at my house. Wow. All right. Yeah. It was actually, uh, I think it was my dad's when he, it was like his first shotgun, I think. It's a Winchester. It's nice. I think 1500. I don't know. I don't know much, man. Now, you know, like. <laughs> now, here's a question. Do you think that you will, you will keep that tradition up with your little people? Um, Luke, I mean, would you feel comfortable? Luke, well, Luke's 14 now. He's about to be 15. Okay. And when JJ and I got married. Um, we bought him a only because we were in Blue Ridge, Georgia, in the mountains. Um, bought her a uh, or bought him a, a 22 lever action Henry, fucking like gorgeous little gun. 
so yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. And does he have like? Access but he was to like it? he was like nine or ten. Okay, so but does he have access to it? Like you know, not free rent. You're like he can't just like go get it whenever he wants. Okay. We don't live in that kind of area. Okay, but you have free access to yours. Yeah. yeah. Like just under- but like I lived on five acres. Okay, so that it made sense. Yeah. What was it? So you really had like a almost like a nostalgic kind of childhood then. Yeah. Like an old world American childhood, yeah. like Tom Sawyer kind of shit. I got in trouble for like riding four wheelers on the dirt road. I got in trouble for shooting a 12 gauge instead of a 22 because it was so loud. <laughs> okay. Like the neighbors were several acres over, but it was open like oaks. Okay. So it was all open underneath with a canopy. So that shit probably echoed oh, like the a sound travels under yeah. there. Um,. Yeah, that was the kind of shit I got in trouble for. Yeah, I uh, I definitely shot out a neighbor's window one time. I had a uh, the you know the one BB gun that looks almost like a 1911, but it has like the piece on the back and it spray, it's a spring one and you pull it back and you push it forward and you get, like one pop. Yeah, I had one of those. Looks just like a real gun. I mean, just what the fuck? But why would my parents buy me that? Probably because I nagged them for it. But I remember shooting at my grandma's house. <laughs> Had it, what the fuck? Had it, and I'm just out about with my, you know, bam, and uh, shooting cans and stuff. And I guess one bounced and hit this lady's went in the people's shower window, like a perfect little hole. And they came over and oh, look at this, look at this. And my grandma was like, "Well, did you, did you do that?" And I was like, "No." And I was like, "Well, he said he didn't do it, so he didn't do it." Like you know, grandma, hell you down. I said, "Grandma, that wasn't me. I don't know what you're talking about." <laughs> but then I looked at the hole and I was like. I don't know. It probably was. If all it was me, I'm the only person. My my uh went over to a, a friend's house and uh he had just gotten a BB gun and we were shooting it and uh I was like, Well let's shoot it at the uh the greenhouse, like the fucking plastic tarp. It does like it was one of the ones where you could see the BB. Okay. I was like, it's really slow, it'll just bounce off and like shot once and like it bounced off, I thought. <laughs> okay. And I think I I think I shot like way too many times. <laughs> like I think I shot like way too many times. <laughs> and he's like, "Dude, stop!" And I was like, "No, it's it's bouncing off, man." And I, I really off. truly believe it's that it's bouncing off. And it, it wasn't, dude. I shot like so many holes in their greenhouse. Aww. That was like the foundation of something sweet around like you know that eight eight range, you know, yeah. eight nine range. Ah, uh, hmm. not not friends with that guy anymore. <laughs> yeah, that range. I know. Uh, Sour the one, start. The one, you know, here's a crazy BB gun story because we was just BB gunned out as kids. My buddy yeah. Avery, <laughs> my buddy Avery had a, a 760 uh, rifle. You know, 760s was like an air. Where yeah. You could pump it, and then you could do a twerk to it, where you can like pump it even more. Yeah. And get the bladder. So he had one of them. So I guess he shot like a glass jar like this, right? Uh huh. Listen to this shit. This guy shot the bottle. The BB hits the bottle and comes right perfectly back and hits him right in that. You And if people listening, it's the spot between your nose and your eye. That little piece right there where there's a little ball. If you touch that spot, there's a ball here. Yeah. The BB lodged in there. Jesus And he had Christ. to go to the hospital and get it taken out. I remember coming home from school, coming over there, and it was in there, and they had to take it to the hospital. I think I've heard that story before. That dude is famous as shit, man. I mean, this is my He's buddy. He's that story. He's that story. Avery Goffin, man. And anybody who know, 
No, I'm not making this up. It happened, and that was Damn. so close to his eyeball, and it just went right there. That's all. There's a god that was. That Did they just, get it out and everything? Oh, fine? he was fine. It was not because it just went right it there. Even, it didn't even destroy his tear duct. Didn't it, even it, fuck up anything. I think they just took it out, and then you know he had it bandaged up for a little bit, and then it was okay. But it really did it not bled, hit his eyeball. It bled less than it would have hit him in the nose. Exactly, and, and done less damage. Exactly, because it was just right on that bone skull piece. And shit, but Jesus. but those days I feel like are over, you know. Unless you go out into the country, because we were in an urban area with BB guns and shit. Did you did you, kill, you didn't shoot squirrels? Did you have property to shoot squirrels? I shot with squirrels. You just shoot them off the power line. <laughs> I mean, that's what we did, you yeah. Because we weren't in the country, but we were you. country in the in the neighborhood. You. So like, you know, squirrels and birds. Like we literally rode around on bicycles and shot them off power lines. Mm-hmm. Just fucking get up under them and it falls down like, I remember that it was pretty easy because you just stand right beneath them unless you want to like go for accuracy and back up with the BB guns yeah but uh, and I remember being really good at finding birds like if you hear them I could just you know because we were like even though we weren't deep in the country there's always little woods around like you know there's woods there like if I was a kid here I would be in those woods constantly like that would just be like these kids play around houses but when I was a kid like I wanted to be in the woods with my dog with a BB gun, period. That was heaven. Or swimming in the bayou or mm-hmm. some shit. You know, now I think it's... Uh, I don't know if I let my son play in the woods. You know, although I did. You know, so I don't know. Well, I don't know. Getting soft, aren't we? Getting a little soft. Yeah. You know, it's the dad bot. <laughs> it's the dad bot effect. That's a real thing. It is a real thing. Isn't that a condition? You know, and I was thinking about, talking about that, but we're still on it. So, I feel like that's another thing, too, I'm noticing. Since I'm cresting into the 30s, I can't, like, really eat like I used to. I'm having to really, like I told you in the beginning, I'm trying to cut down on the carbs because, you know, I used to could just eat carbs and... It's about how long you can keep it going. You know, but um, I think I had to exercise more, too. That's why I got my bike. I went and got my bike tuned up. So, let me ask you, is the goal to ultimately be a carb-free house? Uh, no, because I do believe carbohydrates are important um, for kids and development and well, growth. Well, I mean, you get carbs and vegetables, which is like simple and complex, right? That which, which yeah, one's the but you know, always? I always think forget. you want the complex carbs because they break down slower. Okay. Um, you don't want a lot of white breads and right. white rices because those are simple carbs. They break down quick. They have a purpose though if you're in a type of exercising situation. Though. Yeah. If you're like a training a training person, then you may want to put them in here and there. To the, you know to keep your levels right, you know. But like people who are doing the ketonic thing, they're trying to use fat for that. The thing is, they're trying to get their body to move from a carbohydrate system to a fat burning system. So then they just eat meat and fat, and then get their complex proteins and get fat. And then you just eat a little bit of carbohydrates, like you know what I'm saying, potatoes and mm-hmm. roots and shit to get your carbs, and just kind of do it like that and cut out really grains and processed carbs and processed sugars. So yeah. it's not. I don't want to be carb free. I'm just trying to cut out processed carbohydrates and processed sugars a little bit, consciously. Not just going cold turkey, but that's slowly like the, leaning that way. That's the next. That's the next challenge, man. And in, in like the family state of America is, uh, what's your food source like? Because if you just buy what's in a box, like you, you don't know. You don't know what's in it. No, you can read, but. They have so many different things that fall into natural ingredients, flavoring, 
you know those mm. canopy terms that we don't know what we're getting natural yeah natural i mean but i can i can say kind of least, kind of brilliant in a business aspect but also shady as fuck shady, at the same time can't label gmos and shit but you can look on the codes i seen a thing that showed you how to look at the digits on that scan and tell it'll there's a matrix to that mm. you know whether it's naturally grown organic or gmo and shit i put it on facebook and stuff but that's the goal really just to cut back with the processed cars and the processed sugars and i can tell the difference this week already just my gut doesn't feel as big because i think sugar causes inflammation of the gut and everything so i feel like my gut feels less swollen you know i'm getting two poops out of day instead of one there you go which is always good and uh, i'm just feeling better how many avocados do you eat a day i don't really like avocado Ooh. i grew up to when you I grew get up, on that. it was a tree, and the tree is still at that house today, Poppy. A fucking 30-foot avocado tree that has the big ones like this on it, and they would just fall on the ground and rot. So I just never really, you know, it's one of the, like, oranges. You know, we had oranges, so I've eaten so many of them to where I don't really fuck with. I just yeah, don't like the flavor. Yeah, but if you're doing, so you're just doing, like, animal and plant protein and... A lot of fat, a lot what, of butter. A lot of butter, okay. Butter. I love butter anyway. Butter's great. I like real butter. Margarine is illegal, you know. Is it? Uh, they have three years to get all the margarine off the shelves. People, if you love margarine, you better start hoarding it because they, <laughs> Don't worry, they, it'll they, last. they deem margarine a carcin. <laughs> it'll last forever. You could keep it a basement like a wine cellar. You don't even have to refrigerate it. This is a 2012 margarine. <laughs> Land Lakes, Bradenton, Florida. Uh, but uh, uh, that's just my th- They deemed it a carcinogen, and by 2017, it will no longer be sold in stores. That's great news. But people are still eating it today. Yeah, yeah. No, they have it. They have it at the hospital cafe that I work at. It's an option there. Margarine. That's yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what they serve the patients. Nice. Yeah. Don't feed them butter. Feed them margarine. But and in two years, you won't be able to have it in the building. Yeah, it's legal. Go so now. that's deep. I don't know. I don't know. It's crazy, but we're we're at an hour. Do you have to go or do you still have time? Yeah, I gotta get going. I okay. gotta work well, in my car. Kale, as always, do you have anything to plug? Nah man, I'm good. Cool. Well thank you, my brother. Alright, good talking to you. Peace. I got faded tattoos. I got holes in my shoes. Got a beat up guitar. And I can show single blues. And it's hard every day. But I'm still going. Man, just like I told you, when me and Kel get together, we just <laughs> talk about a little bit of everything, catch up and laugh, man. Shout out to Kel for coming through and checking me out because he had a real busy day. I know he was in town seeing family, seeing people taking care of business, and he made a point to come by and, you know, catch up. So thank you, brother. We appreciate you. And again, hit us up at www.tellmethetruth-podcast.com say it again www.tellmethetruth-podcast.com and there you can get us on all of our social media links such as Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Google+, YouTube 
Uh, you know, we put stuff on Reddit, we put stuff on Tumblr, we put stuff on Pinterest, we put stuff everywhere. So check it out. We got listeners in over 20 countries worldwide. Leave a comment on iTunes if you do go there, because for some reason that makes a big deal. Uh, and once again, shout out to Kale. Uh, next episode, I don't know what I'm going to do next. I'm going to keep it surprising. I got a lot of interesting ideas coming up for the future, though. A uh, lot more stuff I want to do with multi panel discussions and stuff like that if you are interested in becoming a truth teller go to the website and hit us up or hit us up on facebook and remember as i always say if you cannot tell the truth don't talk about it peace hello mother hello father here i am at camp granada camp is very entertaining and they say we'll have some fun if it stops raining I went hiking with Joe Spivey He developed poison ivy You remember Leonard Skinner He got ptomaine poisoning last night after dinner All the counselors hate the waiters And the lake has alligators and the head coach wants no sissies So he reads to us from something called Ulysses <laughs> Now I don't want this should scare you But my bunkmate has malaria You remember Jeffrey Hardy They're about to organize a searching party Take me home Oh, mother, father, take me home I hate Granada, don't leave me Out in the forest where I might get eaten by a bear Take me home I promise I will not make noise Or mess the house with other boys Oh, please don't make me stay I've been here one Day. <laughs> Dearest father, darling mother, how's my precious little brother? Let me come home if you miss me. I would even let Aunt Bertha hug and kiss me. Wait a minute, it stopped hailing. Guys are swimming, guys are sailing. Playing baseball, gee, that's better. Mata Fada, kindly disregard this letter. <laughs>